Welcome to season four of the Den Mothers podcast. Ow, ow, ow. Welcome to season four, Wolfpack. We are so excited to be back. We are so excited. <laughs> we have been holding off recording this. We tried it once before. And no, it was a no. Didn't feel right. No. So we're back and we are so excited to be here today. Yes, we are. And we'll start with Happy Freaking New Year. Happy Freaking New Year. It's 2023. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's by the time we release this, it's going to be the second month of 2023. First day, second month of 2023. That's just wild. I'm excited for it. I feel like 2023 is already everything I wanted it to be and more. Yeah. 2023 seems nice. I think 2022 was a year of shifting relationships, a lot of closings, not just for me, not just for you, but for a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends, it just felt like that year was ready to be over with. Yeah. So I feel really excited to be back. Speaking of shifting, as you can see from the Instagram, as you can see from the Apple podcast and the Spotify your mothers have changed their podcast name. We've changed our name. <laughs> That's right. We are really excited because the Sexton, the way it started was that Lauren was going to have a podcast. Yes. Then we started going on Instagram lives together. And then by the time we decided to launch the podcast, we were doing it in tandem. Mm-hmm. So the Sexton was going to be a place for Lauren, mostly around sexual confidence, sexual pleasure, stuff like that. And as we've shifted in our journeys, individually and together as this podcasting team, I feel like our message has changed also. I just feel like we've evolved. Evolving. We still are talking about sex, love, awakening, confidence, all of that stuff. It's just that when we were using the name The Sex Den, it felt really, I would say, me-oriented. Yeah, And also it was really difficult to talk about our podcast because we get so censored by social media. So saying mm-hmm. the Sex Den podcast, come see the Sex Den. It's like half of our stuff was the Den Mothers, half of our stuff was the Sex Den. And we just want this to be a unified, delicious community where Camille and I can both come on here as equals and talk about all the things we did before, but from this new, exciting, rooted energy. Yeah, and we were looking up the definition of the Den Mothers, and it's really just the wolf pack leaders. Yeah, the leaders of the pack. The feminine guidance, and that's what we've evolved into, and it feels right. So we're really excited to come out, new season, new year, new name, and new branding. Yeah, so speaking of branding, before we even go into Mm -hmm. our weekly update, we have to shout out our girls over at Frame Agency. Mm -hmm. Holy crap, if you have not looked at our new Instagram, if you have not headed over there yet, please go do it so that you can see the artistry that these women created. Yes. Many of you have, if you've listened to our podcast, you've heard us say the name Alyssa a couple of times (laughs) because we love Alyssa. She's been our fan and just listening to us for since we launched really yes and And a great friend so frame is a branding content creation and design agency and they have completely helped us transform and really frame our vision yeah we came to them with what we wanted they could understand our energy and everything Mm -hmm. and then they delivered us a package that we could have never conceptualized by ourselves so We're so excited to come out with more content, reels, TikToks. We're just ready to go for it in 2023. It feels so exciting. And truly, we could not have been where we are coming to you with the new name, the new branding, and everything without Frame. That's right. So shout out Alyssa, Liz, Nicole. We love you, ladies. If any of our Wolfpack is listening and wanting to rebrand their business, 
They are the women to call. Yeah, they're the women to call. It's a trio. Two sisters and our friend Alyssa, which is cool because we're sisters. You know, it's just a good fit. And truly, they delivered everything so early. It was just amazing. We're going to link them. We'll give you the link to their website in our episode details. That's right. All right, let's kick it off with our weekly update. Lauren? Well, I have a story today for my weekly update. I love that. Yeah, basically, well, I have to do a little rundown too. Mm. So... It was the holidays. We saw my dad, our stepmom, our dad's friends, our grandparents. Shane went home. We're back here. It's been so exciting. A lot of and traveling. So much shifting. traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that through all of that, it's been really helpful for me. This is why we're talking about what we're talking about today, which is how to stay grounded through the new year. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this because typically when I travel or I'm around a lot of other people, family, friends on different schedules, I completely lose sight of really my sanity. I mean, I don't know what you would call it, but it basically just feels like you're waking up eating on everybody else's schedule. Mm -hmm. And so I have been proud of myself because for the most part, I've really stuck to quite a few of my routines that mean a lot to me, not looking at my phone early in the morning, get meditating, going for walks, going to the gym as much as I can. And so we're talking about that today. But for my story, I have to say my story. I have to say your story. Okay. If you're watching this on YouTube, it will be a little bit better. If you're not, go to YouTube, search the Den Mothers podcast and find us on there. So I'm wearing this top right now. It's for those of you who aren't watching, it's a strap, like a one strap. It's a one top. strap bandeau. A one yeah. strap bandeau. Okay. Single shoulder bandeau brazier. Yes. A single <laughs> shoulder bandeau brazier. Yeah. <laughs> brazier, by the way, is just the funniest. Like I always think of my grandma when I yes. say brazier. Brazier. Yeah. It's a total brazier. Okay. I'm wearing this band over here. So Shane and I were at my dad's and we're like, let's just go, you know, get out of the house and we'll go get some ice cream. So we roll up to this ice cream shop and it has the like glass, you know, over the ice cream flavors. Where people are pointing and they're digging in there. And they're and... digging in there and giving you a million samples. Especially if you're Shane where you actually ask for like 16 samples. Yeah, I'm so always so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm a sample girl. I'll take five. I'm oh going to buy some for you. I'm trying every flavor I can. Oh my god, I am not a sample girl. I you know can't. exactly what you're getting. You get the same thing every time. Yeah, I can't. Every time. I get the same thing every time. Last time we went, Shane got the Superman vanilla. Do you know what that is? It's just vanilla ice cream, but it's been dyed red, blue, blue, and yellow. Oh my god. And I was like, what? And then he also got the cotton candy flavor or something. I was so repulsed. Anyway, <laughs> so Shane's going around trying all of the flavors. I'm also not trying the flavors, just getting my own stuff, but we're talking with the girls. They're, you know, they're cute and sweet, whatever. So Shane and I are kind of flirting. We get our get our ice cream. We have a couple bites in the store. And I walk out into the parking lot and all of a sudden I notice a pretty significant temperature change on my body. I'm like, oh, I'm what? It's like colder than I'm used to. And I look down and I shit you not, the part of my bando that does not have the strap had fallen completely off of my boob and was <laughs> underneath my tit, like a bait, like a bathing suit that had fallen off. And my entire headlight was just facing the world. <laughs> yes. Not a little bit, not a little bit of nipple, not just like, oops, a little nip slip. It was the whole melon just hanging free. Oh my God. So <laughs> I feel like we have to explain here that we don't have a lot of sensitivity on our nipples. Yeah, we have zero nipple sensitivity. So like typically someone who release their breasts to the public right. would right. actually feel it immediately. Yeah. Whereas like, I've actually done that before where yeah. it's like all of a sudden my nipples are just fully hanging out and I just have no <laughs> idea. But typically undershirt, I've never had a headlight experience. Yes. <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I have no sensitivity in my nipples. No. They're basically elbows. Like I have no, <laughs> <laughs> they are. 
are. They're like a weenus elbow skin. I don't have any feeling. No. You could be flicking them off and spinning them around, and I would just be like, yep, I don't know. Such a shame. Yeah, it's such a shame. Those big boobies to waste. Big boobies to waste. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, anyway, I immediately just start dying laughing, and I say to Shane, I have to go back in there and ask the girls what they saw. Yeah, you have to address it. You have to address it. You have to know if they saw it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, I go back in, I turn around, and the second they see me, they sort of start blushing. And I knew what had happened. They're, like, mortified for you. They were probably in high school, maybe 18 or 19 maximum. Like, really cute high school girls probably just working in there. And, yep, they saw it. They saw it. I said, ladies, I said, did I, was I just ordering my ice cream full boob out? And they just started laughing, and one of them said, it wasn't the whole time, but it was happening right at the end, right when you were ordering. And I'm like, oh, no. And she goes, why didn't he help you? That's what she said. Oh, my God. I know. She was probably like, what an idiot boyfriend. Yes. Yes. And I just said he didn't see it. I think that the funniest part of this, because, of course, Lauren had to tell, like, our dad and stepmom, everyone. It's just hysterical. And... (laughs) The funny part, my dad was hysterical saying, like, they have to have some type of camera. So can you imagine, like, Lauren probably is, like, a video sensation somewhere because you're not just not telling. Like, anyone who's worked in the service industry, you know how close you are with your coworkers. Like, anything weird happens, it's like, dude, go look at table four. Or, like, we have to see this. You know they're, like, replaying it so funny looking at you just like enjoying your life pointing to different flavors with your nipple out just full boob and Shane just like, like yeah Shane just like do you like your ice cream honey I'll take the Superman little Jessica yeah. like oh my god we're just having such a fu- it was so fu- freaking funny I love it it was so funny That's so now every time story. I wear this bandeau and yeah. you know I've had it for a while I think it was an Amazon purchase and it just isn't as tight as it used to be no it's never but it's never twice tight I the funny part about that is I had this on to go with salsa dancing oh no in Tulum no. and mine's red it's a different variety but <laughs> I literally was in my living room pretending like I was salsa dancing because I could tell and my boob flopped out yeah. and I was like I literally can't wear this and I made no. a different choice no but you just wouldn't expect that just asking for some ice cream would do the same no. thing as salsa dancing you would not expect it you would never expect it it no. was a lot so anyway Thank that's so my much. weekly update I thought that that was wolf pack appropriate thank you so much what about I you? That. I feel the same. I wanted to talk a little bit about this weekly subject for me, which is the grounding practices. And for a person who has in the past struggled with anxiety and panic, over the holidays when you're like moving around, seeing family out of your schedule, I have been feeling a little bit more panicky. So the practices we're going to talk about today have really helped me when I'm feeling that nervousness, that anxious energy to ground my body as well so I'm really excited for our topic but before that so we've been traveling a lot I am doing sober jan wow god dang sober january which I feel really good about in I if you've listened to our podcast before I shifted my relationship with alcohol a lot over the last year it was actually exactly a year ago that I decided I needed to make a change and have been really proud of not binge drinking, really honoring my body and just drinking very infrequently one or two drinks. And then when I moved to Mexico, I I also have shifted, gone through a divorce. I talked about my alcohol journey in one of our other episodes. Mm -hmm. We'll link it or you can just find it on Spotify or Apple. But when we got to Mexico, I was processing stuff for the divorce, meeting new people. I was alone for the first time. It's not that I was meaning to drink more or like really conscious of like, okay, I'm drinking a lot more. It's not like I didn't feel like I had a handle on it. It's just that there's a lot of alcohol around in Mexico. You have a little beer here or there. You're sitting on the beach and they come by with freezing cold beers. And, you know, it's just fun to get a beer with your friends, get a margarita, whatever. So I wasn't over drinking. I was really sticking to my like you're having one or two drinks, but I was just doing it more frequently, like Mm -hmm. a couple times a week. 
and it wasn't feeling good in my body again. I was just like, I hate the way I feel when I drink. I'm kind of drinking for no reason, like just because everybody else is. So for January, I'm doing sober January. So by the time this launches, I'll have been doing one month of no drinking, which is great. And actually, a lot of my friends in Mexico are doing it too, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. So it's really fun. I'm getting the whole family in on it. Lauren and Shane already basically don't drink at all. My dad's doing it too. It's just a fun way to reset. And we'll see what happens at the end of January. I might just still not be interested in drinking. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing sober 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. Even just one drink. I'm like, no. It just doesn't feel good. No, it just doesn't feel good. So I'm really excited to start the year refreshed like that. And other than that, over the last couple weeks, I've just been processing a lot. I mean, the holidays are hard after you go through a breakup, whether it's a short-term boyfriend, long-term boyfriend, marriage, whatever it is, like it just brings up a lot of memories, a lot of sadness. I'm not, I haven't been sad but I'm definitely feeling it. You know, there are things that obviously make me upset. <laughs> yeah. And I am just still processing, honestly. It's been six months and I'm still, I still feel like I have so much to process. Right. So I still haven't had sex. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to go there. <laughs> oh my God. You haven't, not only have you not had sex, you haven't even been fandangled. No, you haven't been. (laughs) I'm getting to the place where it's time. Right. Right. Like I'm processing and stuff. And also, let's just say she's getting a little bit weird. I'm getting a lot more testy. Yeah. (laughs) Testy, weird. Today, I just thought, you need to get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll keep you updated on that. This is first week of Jan. And, uh... More H updates to come. Yeah, more H updates. Camille, (laughs) okay, current update on Camille. She's still H. Processing and more and more H every day. Dang. (laughs) And she got her hair done and has a new makeup routine and she looks better than ever. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, if you're looking at this on YouTube, I mean, the hair is just... It's everything. It's S ready. It's S ready. Yeah. (laughs) So today we're getting into a little topic we like to call grounding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just a silly little topic that we like. Just a silly little girl. Just a silly little gal we call grounding. What if we did it just... Not to be confused with the grounding your parents used to do for you when you were a kid. <laughs> Dude, I remember mom grounding me and me just no. telling her no. Yeah, it was just like, mom you're would... not grounding us. Yeah, you have I'm no like... authority. Yeah, I'm like, mom... <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm like 18 and you don't even know. Okay, let me tell you about the time when I was almost grounded. Okay. Lauren and I weren't allowed to have social media. Of course, Lauren was already wanting to be an adult. So she was already having, was it Facebook or MySpace? Well, it was both. Okay. She was sneaking it. It was MySpace. obviously I knew about it and was keeping it a secret from my mom And one day, you know, everybody has this when you're younger. I think we all live the same life in this way where it was kind of computers were new or laptops were new. Yeah. And you would be looking up either something so inappropriate because you were curious or on your social media where parents weren't supposed to know and they would come in the room and it's that like fear that your heart drops to your anus and you go ghost white and you're trying to like exit out quickly. (laughs) Remember how our friends would be allowed to do I to do AIM or AIM, and I had no idea how to do that. I had, you weren't I allowed. Never did that. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is for our newer audience. So we we weren't even allowed emails, but mom let me have her email. I'll get back to the other story in a second. Mom let me have her email, and I thought that I didn't want any of her emails on there because I wanted to like AIM my little boyfriend. Okay, and this is in like fifth grade, and I thought was your boyfriend Audi. Yeah. Oh, for saying that. <laughs> I like that we just use real names. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. So I thought I don't want to look at all mom's emails. So I deleted all of her emails and it was for her business at the time. She had like just started her oh business. My God. Shout out Amber Bath, by the way. And 
I deleted all of them because I thought it was only on my computer. Like that's how naive we were with technology. I thought if I deleted them on mine, right. she'd still have them on hers. Right. And I remember her being like, where did my emails go? And like, oh my God, she had orders on her emails and stuff. Oh And I gosh. had totally wiped her whole email. Right. Because you thought it was just localized to your totally totally okay that's so cute so anyways back to facebook story my mom comes in her room and i'm in there with lauren she frantically tries to exit out and my mom sees that she has a facebook and she's like you're grounded and then she's like camille you're grounded too for keeping a secret from me but she gave me less time because she thought i was a good sister for not telling on you (laughs) she was an you were an accomplice i was an accomplice god i was never your accomplice no. I told on you. Yeah, I did not I didn't rely on you as as an accomplice. I'm sorry. I know. I it's just okay. thought you were being bad. I was. I was naughty. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. So not that type of grounding. Right. We're Lauren, talking about how would we define grounding? Grounding is the practice of coming back into your body and calming the nervous system. It often also includes placing yourself in the location that you're currently in so that you can come into awareness and into grounding and calm inside of your body. When you think of grounding, you can often think of Mother Earth and think of the way that a tree can grow really tall and have all these branches and leaves and the wind will come and blow, but it's rooted and grounded because of its foundation in the earth Mm -hmm. and so we want to embody that by having practices that help us feel connected to the earth connected to the mother so we can live these wild and free lives yes and for me I noticed myself needing a lot of additional grounding practices when my mind is racing so I'll really prior I prioritize grounding every day it's just a part of my routine now. If I don't do it, I feel a little bit more in my head. But I also like to think of my grounding practices as a way to just bring me back into presence. Mm-hmm. So when I'm really kind of in my head, having a lot of thoughts that I'm noticing, experiencing anxiety, panic, I like to incorporate additional grounding. So we have six ways today that you can incorporate grounding into your day especially coming into the new year I feel like it's really important and honestly grounding practices to me are a representation of self-love yeah it's hard because a lot of the the terms that get thrown around in the spirituality world can kind of be exchanged for different things Mm -hmm. you know grounding can be calming calming can be yin yin can be restorative like all of these kind of terms basically mean how can we come back into the body and feel more rooted in a world that's extremely head air sensory dome piece focused oriented yes okay so number one you are going to do what Camille and I are doing right now, which is to get on the floor. I often ask my clients where they're taking their meetings with me. Like, where are they in their home? Do they live in a skyscraper? Do they live, are they taking their sessions in their car? That used to happen a lot. A lot of my mm, clients would take sessions in their some. car. I've done that. Not as much anymore. But also, you know, this is important for you to think about as well. How often are you allowing your body to be on the ground? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, for example, if you live in a in a city or in an apartment or on the second floor, you go from being at your house on the second floor, you might walk down the stairs, you're on the ground for two seconds, you get in your car, which technically is not on the ground, you're elevated yeah. above it, right? And you're just not spending a lot of time on the ground. You go to work, you go up an elevator, you come back down. Yeah. And you're not connecting to the earth ever, ever, ever. And so that is step one is getting yourself in a situation where you can be on the ground, preferably with your feet uncovered. Yes. So oftentimes after a flight, for example, which would be the opposite of grounding, if you're traveling a lot, yes. you're, you're, you know, in the sky, very airy, 
the second I get to the location where I'm supposed to be, I try to take my shoes off and put my feet on the ground, even if it's just for five minutes, just to reorient my body with, okay, you're human, you've been traveling a lot, but now you're in this time zone, you're in this place, and I imagine my feet being rooted to the earth, and it really helps. Yeah, I love that. I think that even now we have this sort of fear of being dirty. Yeah. People really fear it. I myself once used to fear it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so even at the beach, you're on a towel or when you're in a park, you're on a blanket. It's, we are always putting these barriers between ourselves and the natural environment. Right. So dig your feet into the grass, walk outside, walk when you're on the beach, spend time with your feet actually in the sand, Mm -hmm. digging around as far as you can, really connecting to earth's core. Yes. To earth's core. Yeah. Well, I think it would be the crust. Yeah. (laughs) You're wanting to connect with the crust, but you can visualize (laughs) that you're sinking down into the depths of the lava pit. Yes. (laughs) The lava pit core. choosing a yoga studio or you're choosing I'm kind of crazy about this I I put my mattress directly on the floor Mm. I I'll make it cute you know it's not gonna look bad in my bedroom Mm. but just really think about how can you connect with the ground more in your life yeah and also laying on the floor we're always having barriers furniture even even if you have just carbon, even if you don't have the opportunity to go outside, laying on the floor is a beautiful way to ground. Sometimes I do just lay on the floor. It feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good on my body. It's really important. You know, in yoga, like if you've taken a modern day yoga class, depending on the studio that you go to, they'll do really intense, like a vinyasa or a hapa or hatha flow. And then you do shavasana which is corpse pose where you're laying directly on your back for maybe five minutes or three minutes and then the class is over you get up you say namaste you leave well traditionally in yoga it could be up to half of the class is in shavasana yeah or savasana so you're really preparing for that next period of your life you're really grounding yourself because imagine i mean up until when cremation was formed you get buried into the ground, right into the dirt Mm -hmm. where you came. You know, when your mom gives birth to you, she's in very grounded birthing poses traditionally. Now, you know, we lay on our backs in hospitals, but that is not how women have birthed for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries. You know, you ground your feet on the ground and you're doing squatting positioning, you're ebbing and flowing with the earth. And that, so you come into the earth that way and you leave the earth that way. Yeah. And so... getting on the ground being familiar with your local soil dirt even snow ice whatever the seasons are Mm -hmm. is really important yeah I love that I love taking my shoes off now we did grounding over the holidays we went on a hike yes and took our little shoes off and put our feet directly on the earth in the forest it was so fun it was really fun and I even you know what it's not all roses sometimes you endure a little insect attack and that's what happened with me yes we were walking in Charleston in the forest the Bidler forest and I forgot that red ants are a thing you know in the south and so they had built a little fort and I just thought it looked really great to put my foot in it's like a big pile of fluffy dirt it was a big pile of like fluffy muddy dirt yeah I was like that looks great so I went out of my way off the path to put my whole foot in the in the anthill and if you've ever poked an anthill before you don't see any ants and then if you poke it the ants rise to the surface and it's really actually it's pretty amazing but Camille just said Lauren that was a big red anthill and I look down and run like luckily there was a little river and I submerged my foot in the river but I still was bitten 10 times yeah I didn't even know that ants, I forgot ant hills looked like that. Anyway, I was about to do the same thing and follow suit and put my foot in there until I looked down and saw that it was red ant hills. So anyway, ground your feet at your own risk. Okay, for number two, we are going to 
address specifically the idea that I talked about briefly in number one, which is the roots to the ground, I highly suggest incorporating visualization when it comes to grounding. Mm -hmm. So not just being like, okay, Lauren and Camille said to walk outside, so I'm walking outside. But instead, laying on your back and actually imagining during a meditation exercise, actually imagining roots binding you to the floor. Mm -hmm. So whether they're coming up over your body and then down into the ground or they're coming from your back down into the ground, anywhere that feels like you would really just want to let go into gravity and like roots are holding you there safely, Mm -hmm. but to incorporate visualization of how Mother Earth roots into your own practice. This is actually a really great practice if you are also prone to panic attacks or high anxiety because that... When we're experiencing episodes like that, you're living in your head and the upper part of your chest. And what you need is to feel grounded, safe, and rooted to the ground. So visualizing, I actually visualize roots coming from my pussy. Wow. Yeah. Just like rooting down into the ground where your sacred center is, down in that from between your belly button to your womanhood, at least for me. Picturing roots grounding that way, sitting on the floor and imagining that, roots digging down deep into the ground, repeating, I am safe, I am safe. It's also a really great way to ground during an anxiety episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so number three is one of my personal favorites that I just kind of realized I haven't been doing as much lately, and that is twerking. Can you so twerking <laughs> is, while it's a an exciting experience so it can really elevate energy as well twerking is a sacred practice for activating the root chakra which when you think of the root chakra this is this is your most it's the how would i describe where it is your root chakra is literally the on your lowest genitals. right it's on your genitals it's the lowest of the chakras yeah it's the lowest point in western culture it's at the very base identified by the color red yes root chakra you see it in the space of the genital it's where you sit on the floor right it's it's kind of where your sit bones are mm-hmm. and so when you twerk you're really activating both the sacral chakra and the root chakra and so that area, when you imagine that, when you imagine that, when you imagine that, in Taoism, it's the lower Dantian. It's that area between your belly button and the rest of Earth, the space between your legs. Yeah, and it's also known as your sexual center, mm-hmm. that pleasure center there, and also uh, a space for the ego. Right. So, yeah, activating that is a great – and you can – if you're not knowing how to twerk and you're like, well – I don't know. I don't know how. And now you're stressed out about a grounding practice too. Just dance. Just dance. Just dance your ass off. But dance specifically with the intention of moving energy through those lower chakras. Mm -hmm. Maybe put on some red lights, which I always am a fan of, or light some candles. So the colors for your sacral and your root chakra are orange and red. Mm -hmm. And so lighting candles, activating those colors, wearing red or wearing orange, and just envisioning the core of you those those two chakras really activating yeah and that can really help yep I love it god I love a good twerk I love a good twerk let's have a twerk session after this yes I would love that okay great (laughs) okay number four is one that I think most people this is probably the most popular one okay it's like okay get grounded number four is get into nature okay yeah Get into nature, which is where truly we belong. We are earth elements. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So getting into nature can really help with grounding, especially, again, coupled with taking your shoes off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, taking your shoes off in nature. But just being around trees, being around – for me, when I imagine nature, I know that the ocean is nature. I know that palm trees are nature. I know that the jungle is nature. But – Think about for you what feels like 
when you say nature, what does that feel like for you? Yeah. For me, it feels like the forest and mossy trees and the mountains. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I take this so seriously that Shane and I have been on the road. Well, not on the road, you know, but we've just been pretty nomadic for the past six months now. And we both just realized that we were being so called into nature that we are literally living for the next two months on a five acre plot of land in the middle of nowhere in Washington Mm -hmm. and are just going to ground ourselves there. Just really be in nature, feel it, be tree huggers, roll around in the rain. I mean, yeah, it's so serious to me. So I want everybody who's listening to this to know that what we're suggesting to you is what we do. Like Camille and I take this seriously. You know, we, we really do this stuff. I take it really seriously. For me, it's the water. Yeah. Whether that's being around a river, a lake, specifically for me, the ocean Mm -hmm. is my special place of grounding. Mm. So being in nature in that way, kind of being one with the water is exactly where I find the most grounding energy. Right. Yeah, for me, it's not the water at all. Like, I love the ocean. I love being around it. I like breathing in the air. But I just know that for me, it's like a muddy forest. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out what that is for you. Just breathe into it. Think about it. And see if when you're doing these practices, you can either imagine yourself there or you can somehow get there. Mm -hmm. Like, get to an area where you can turn your phone off and just be in nature. Try to not hear the sounds of civilization. It's getting harder and harder these days, but you can do it. You can do it. Okay, number five is my personal favorite, breath work. Breath work. Yes, because a lot of grounding really is physiologically rerouting your nervous system. And a lot of us are, not even a lot of us, all of us are completely overstimulated by technology, family, friends, keeping in touch with people 24-7, doing activities, social media. There's no calming the nervous system unless you are intentionally focusing on doing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And the best way, in my opinion, and many scientists, yogis, healer opinions, is breath work. And not the kind of breath work that's becoming really popular on social media, this, so holotropic breathwork is the one that's kind of the hit word right now. There are a lot of big companies doing it. Wim Hof Method, Awaken Breathwork I know is one, and a bunch of others. That's more rapid style breathing created by Stanislav Grof in the 70s. He was doing it to replicate a psychedelic experience using the breath. So when you're going to do a breathwork class for grounding, you don't want to choose one that is holotropic, which is you're rapidly breathing for about an hour, hour and a half. That actually does the opposite of grounding. It brings you into your lungs, into your mind, and gives you more of a psychoactive experience. The breathwork that you want to use for grounding is deep, slow style breathing. So I think a lot of us have heard of box breathing, which is like four, 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 four. Athletes typically train with, and also people are taught in uh, more conventional therapies if to soothe anxiety and panic. So it's four second inhale, four second hold, four second exhale, four second hold. Okay. And it's just, yeah, the four mm-hmm. different styles. So box breathing is more of the, is a style that I know a lot of people have heard of. Even when I explain deep style breathing to clients, a lot of them say, oh, like box breathing. Something that I have found even more helpful than that, and something I implement every day, something I coach my clients on as well, is a style of breathing where you inhale for a few seconds, and then you exhale for longer than you inhale. So we'll do it. I'll kind of have Lauren go through one breath with us. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. So let's do a deep inhale through the nose for three seconds. Inhale. Where do do I focus anywhere on my body? Yes. For for an enhanced grounding style, we want to focus our energy or our awareness on the lower part of the belly. So when we do an inhale, we're not 
if you recognize your breathing pattern right now, you'll see that you're living mostly in your chest, if that. You might even only be pulling breath down into your throat. So in order to root our body, ground our nervous system, it's important to bring breath all the way down to the belly. So this takes some training too. So I really do recommend like a breathwork coaching experience if you're really interested in seeing and hearing more of the physiological benefits. But just this is kind of a slow intro to it. And I just wanted to mention too that when most of us have Well, I shouldn't say most of us. If you experience anxiety, if you experience sleep issues, if you experience a lot of stress or you're on your computer all day, every day, you are most likely in a state of shallow breathing a lot of the time. And this style of shallow breathing actually makes you feel more anxious, more stressed out because your body isn't getting the delicious oxygen filled red blood cells that it needs yes and so what's happening is when we're doing this we're elongating and really coming into the body noticing that when we say belly breathing you're filling the lungs all the way at the bottom of the lung in that juicy area that may not be getting all of that rich oxygen normally Mm -hmm. so that's what activates this relaxation feeling yes So it pull. So when we're doing a belly breath, it doesn't mean only feel the belly full. And then you're like, wait, I need to fill my lungs. I'm confused. It's about 40, 60. So you can feel the belly rise about 40% of the inhale. And then you feel the lungs expand on the last 60% of the inhale. So if we all do it together, I think that would be really fun. If you place a hand on the chest and a hand on the belly, and we'll do inhales and exhales through the nose. So let's take a deep inhale through the nose for three, two, one, and slowly exhale for six, five, four, three, two, one. Pause at the bottom, two, one. Inhale for three, two, one. Exhale, six, five, four, three, two, one. Pause. Beautiful. And you can do that. This this is just one of the styles of breath work that I use in my coaching, but it really enhances the oxygen consumption. It allows better blood flow. It allows you connect to connect deeply with your belly, which is also where we hold 95% of our serotonin, which is messages from the body to the brain. So focusing deeply on deep belly breathing every day consistently has so many incredible physiological benefits and also reduces panic, anxiety, and I'm sure a ton of other. I think it also reduces cortisol production because cortisol is also in your gut. Yes. Which is your stress uh, hormone. hormone. Yeah. So that was really good. So can you just one more time, we inhale, just now, Mm -hmm. we inhaled for three. Mm Mm-hmm. Did we pause for a certain amount of time at the top or no? No, not this style. No. Okay. This is more of just to mock a regular breath, but calm the nervous system. So we're basically extending a regular breath. Okay. There's another style that I do where you do hold, exhale, and pause, mm-hmm. which is great for increasing your body's capacity for CO2, Right. which we can maybe talk about in another episode. But this style is really just to enhance and become more conscious of the breaths that we're taking. And doing a deep inhale and a slow exhale is shown to help reduce your heart rate, anxiety, panic, all of it. We love that. Yeah. So give this a try. I've seen massive benefits in my life for doing deep belly breathing for a year now consistently. I post a lot about it on my social media because... I feel like we have the best tool in the world for regulating our nervous system and grounding, and it's free. It's your breath. It's your breath. There's a really great app that we use, and I think it's free. Apnea Trainer? Apnea Trainer's $2.99. $2.99. Yes. $2.99 for Apnea Trainer. You can go in and set your settings so that you can work up to longer breaths. 
that style that I showed is a one two ratio for inhale and exhale, slightly pause at the bottom. That just allows you to focus on receiving an inhale instead of just thinking inhale and exhaling is just something I do. It really is also a practice for grounding and receiving. So two and one. We love that. Yeah. We love breath work. Okay. That was so fabulous. Thank you. And I think when we start to incorporate breath work into our life too, we notice how out of presence we are with our breath for most of the time because you'll just kind of be regularly shallow breathing and then a couple times a day you'll go whoa okay I have not been filling myself up with this delicious air yeah that's a that's been a big thing for every one of my clients that has started incorporating breath work at some point they'll say yeah, I've just started to become more conscious of my breathing throughout the day. And I'm like, yes, that is the point. Yes. The point, it's just like in meditation, how in yoga, how we choose to, what we're working towards is holding that presence, holding that space off the mat is what they say in yoga. Same with breath work. The point is to carry that practice through the day. So becoming more conscious, taking deep belly breaths and really becoming more rooted and grounded throughout the entire day, not just those five to 10 minutes that you're spending to intentionally ground. We love that. Okay. And ringing in at number six for grounding practices. (laughs) Yeah. Number six, this is one that I teach my clients a lot, Mm. a lot, a lot. I have a lot of really high performers as my clients. They either have their own businesses or they've, you know, they're doctors or just people who are busy. Mm -hmm. And I always say, you're doing too much. Where can we clear out your schedule so that you have some time to actually be inside your body? Yes. A symptom of our society's illness as a whole is overworking. Doing, doing, doing. Doing, 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 doing. I can just doing, 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 doing. Just so much. And even when we could take a break, not taking one, even when we do have time off, not taking it. And that kind of thing, you could 20 years of your life can go by and all of a sudden your kids are raised. You've, you know, been with the same person for a really long time. Everything's pretty good, but you're still feeling this vapidness of the soul. And you've got to clear some time out of your schedule to focus on yourself, your purpose, and what you're here for in this yeah. life, why you're alive. Yeah, So internal transformation. Yeah, internal transformation. So where can you clear your schedule out? Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing less grounding than going from what I would consider, I used to say when I was working, I just called it going from box to box. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going from my box apartment into my box of a car, going to my box of a job, and then going to the box of the gym, Mm -hmm. and then coming home and doing it again. Like, I was just going from box to box to box. Yes. And that kind of a lifestyle for me didn't work. If it works for you, you don't have to think of it as a box to a box. For me, I was being dramatic. But it's like, where can you have some time to breathe during your life? Yep. And I am sick of people saying they cannot fit in five minutes of sitting in silence or doing breath work. I just won't accept that. I won't. If you look at your phone, how often you're using your phone, I guarantee you that either on the back end or the front end of your day, you can either wake up five minutes earlier or stay up five minutes later and take some time for your internal world. Because I have also high-performing clients who are making great money, a great living, maybe even ahead of where their goal of their goals, where they thought they wanted to be and still coming to me because they're feeling like they're lacking in purpose. And Mm -hmm. these are people who are in their twenties and Mm thirties. So if you're like, Oh, that's not going to happen to me. I won't burn out. Yes, you will. Mm. It's just whether it's now or then it doesn't matter. Just focusing a little bit of time and energy every day to exploring your mind, grounding, deeply into your body it's really going to enhance your level of success your relationships and the way you feel when you're doing everything else in your life 
I always say that this kind of work helps you enjoy the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And it then does. this kind of stuff, grounding, just becomes so much more normal that you can feel when you're feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. So many of us kind of feel like shit and we don't know that we feel like shit because we don't know what it feels like to feel good anymore. And so you're yes. just sort of in this pattern of blah and these are really great ways to get out of that blah. Yeah, and I'd just also like to say that if you are not willing to give your body and mind that chance now, it will come back to you later, aka Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's why I feel so many people fall sick in their older age because their body has literally never gotten a break. Mm -hmm. So even if you are a high performer and you love to work, you love your job, you grind, you have a bunch of hustles, that's fine. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Just also make sure that you're fitting in that little amount of time to prioritize you. Ground that body, ground that pussy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Slam. Oh, so I, I did. <laughs> bonus. Yeah. Slam that pussy. Yeah. Bonus is when Camille was going through her little dark night of the soul after she did Bufo. I think I've said this on a, another episode. But she's like, I'm just so out of my body. I just don't know what to do. And I said, you are going to go to the park right now. She had a park by her house. And I said, you are going to slam your forehead onto the dirt. <laughs> like, slam down. Basically mm-hmm. imagine that your head is going to be like one of those narwhals spinning itself a hole <laughs> yeah. in the dirt and then going into yeah. the dirt. Like, you are a prairie dog in the dirt. Hi, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Yeah. Everything's at the narwhal. Hi, buddy. I, I hope, hope you find, find your dad. dad. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. <laughs> Honestly, that was what I did. I was praying to the universe, slamming my forehead on the dirt, 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 saying, please bring me back into my body. Yes. Yeah. It's important. Anyway. Anyway. This is another this is could be a more Bonus advanced practice yeah this could be a more advanced practice if you have a pussy that bleeds which i do and camille does yes i really love to take a little bit of my pussy blood every every month and i put it in the dirt wherever i am wow yeah i love to do that it makes me feel so connected to the earth and i just feel like a primal bloody woman and I love it I love that it was the full moon I mean I'm gonna be doing it tonight sorry dad yeah it's happening at that house in his backyard (laughs) it's okay I think he appreciates that we're so weird yeah I think so too yeah (laughs) so happy new year put your period blood right on the ground (laughs) that's right that's right but really happy new year We love you all so much. We're really excited to be back and to be the Den Mothers. Yeah, we're the Den Mothers. The Den Mothers podcast. So let us know what you think. Hit us up on social. Send us an email if you like the name change. Yeah. And we're so excited to just keep plugging along and making content and episodes for y'all. That's right. Also, I want to just mention that Unfortunately, y'all are not the first ones who heard about this name change because we did release the news early to our VIWP on our Patreon. So if you are a person who wants the newest updates to stay updated a little bit more in our lives, make sure to join our VIWP Wolfpack at patreon.com slash the den mothers. Right. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Ow, ow, ow.